Welcome to Visionaries Global Media, your number one source for podcasting entertainment. Good, bad, good, bad, good, bad, good. <laughs> All right, welcome back to Good Cop, Bad Cop, episode 226. Uh, Matt, I honestly couldn't remember. We were off air last week, and uh, I honestly couldn't remember who it was editing, so I took a quick look to see. Uh, last episode was one hour, 11 minutes, and 11 seconds. So that was definitely my work. So I believe it is your honor this week to do that. It, it is indeed, sir. Um, I'm, I've actually got a little surprise lined up for you. Um, I've got a guest joining us in about four minutes' time. Oh, okay. All right. That is the reason why we got the, the, such an odd time, Graham. It's because this person has to finish work. Um, yeah, you were nearly my bad cop moment. This is a terrible t- time for me. This everything, all my worlds collide at this point. Uh, are... But my good wife has stepped up and uh, is picking Jackson up a little later than well, normal. I appreciate your good <laughs> wife. Um, I'm not going to spoil who the guest is for you yet, Graham, but I will say that you are going to enjoy this guest when they appear okay. give them the zoom code and okay. it's not micah <laughs> it's not micah <laughs> we love you micah but it's not you <laughs> um um but so yeah so um, you got three minutes to kill why don't you tell me how your week's been then week's been good <laughs> week week has been exhausting but good um weddings getting closer and closer we're under six weeks ago um ring to be collected again now now they're being engraved um, just got a sort of a last few little bits, and yeah, five weeks in five five and a half weeks time, I'm I'm gonna be no longer Matt right. Willis. <laughs> Still be the magnificent one, but oh, I'll be magnificent. Know about that? I'll always be magnificent, Graham. But how mm-hmm. has your week been? Um, this week's been fine. Um, the week prior to that was uh, pretty bad. Um, I had a. I had Friday off as a personal day. The reason we didn't record last week was I had a lot of baseball things going on. College baseball just started. Um, we hadn't seen them um, uh, State in nine months. So I took Jackson. We had the day off. Um, we went to Baltimore, did a lot of stuff. Um, the day prior to that, though, I was sick again. Everyone in the household had been sick. Uh, started with uh, Jackson, started with uh, Mason, uh, then Jackson, and then everybody pretty much. So, um, but yeah, but after that, I'm pretty good. And I'm going to stop talking. <laughs> it looks like we might have a guest in the house. We have indeed, Graham. Um, welcome back to the Good Cop, Bad Cop Wrestling Podcast, Miss Ella J. What's up, guys? I, I need to do it's not gonna work very well for the audio podcast, but I need to do like <sighs> the Wayne's world. We're not we're not worthy at this point. Oh my, oh, God. my goodness. <laughs> I'm did excited do, to be back. Did I do good, Graham? Uh, you did very good. You did very good. Um, I normally do most of the, the booking, and it got to the point, like, since Ella was on, I knew when we got Ella on, Ella was going to be a star. And then we've just seen your star just rise, rise. I'm casually watching, like, interviews with WWE. I was like, oh, let's, let's see what's on there. And then who pops up and asks a question? Ella Jay's there, of course. And uh, AEW events as well. And it's just like, oh, my goodness, it's a good job I asked when I did, because right now we're just... Um, we're not worthy. We're not worthy. I I, I feel like that, Matt. So you did, I, you did excellent. I job. felt nervous reaching out again, but <laughs> technically, Ella... you reached out before the, all the Rumble stuff even happened, though. Is the thing. So I, I that did. was before that even happened. This has been over a month for the planning stage. Yeah, guys. 
thank goodness. But no, we are very proud of you as well for how for how how far you have shot and uh, uh, may continue to do so. Thank you. I I appreciate that. It's still I still have a couple interviews to release from that weekend. I think four of them I still have to release, but it's still just you know it's still a whirlwind. Hopefully, it's just the beginning. Um, hopefully it's just the beginning and I get to do more stuff. I mean, revolutions coming up too, so we'll see if I'm able to do anything with AW for that. Um, but I just hope to do more, and hopefully it's not just like a I'm not just like a one hit wonder. <laughs> they say. Mm-mm. I think no, that, that that's definitely not no, happening. That's no definitely no happening. Um, I do have a question to ask though, Al, because okay. I'm not sure. Um, I know you were commentating at uh Capital Chap. Yes. Yeah, you exact Capital Championship Wrestling. Did I get yes. that in the right order? Yes, CCW. Yes. Yes. So I was there with my son in January, and we were looking around to see if we could see. You. We didn't notice you anywhere. So we do that remotely. So they film the whole show. Um... The only like. Um, her other personnel, non wrestling personnel they have on staff is normally Elsa, who does like the the uh the ring announcing. You know, she does backstage interviews, and yeah. Savannah's also been doing some backstage interviews. They don't have any commentary on site. We do that remotely via Zoom. So they, you know, they film it. Then we get it a couple of days later after they film it. Me and Alyssa Marino record mm-hmm. it remotely. We're watching it. Our it's our genuine reactions, just watching it live via uh, Zoom. And then what they put the insert our audio in there, merge it together, then put it on title match. So we do all of that remotely. I I don't have the schedule to be able to fly out, to be honest, and then make it back in time for like everything. So luckily cool. our schedules, we just we work around it. We do it a couple days after removed. Okay, that makes sense. And I would <laughs> say I watched on title match. It's only two hours away from me, which is not a massive yeah. distance. Um, but it's always I've just never been able I keep Things keep coming up. Like mostly, it was jinxed. Yeah, it's mostly in Houston, Delaware. But this last one, they went to New Jersey. They made their New Jersey debut. I don't. I believe they're going back to Houston. But I know Marcello's trying to expand where CCW mm-hmm. is. But it's mainly in that hub around uh, Delaware, DC, mm-hmm. that little East Coast hub in there. Got a lot of love. And I know the next one's on March 11th. And I know yes. uh, since we've last talked, Matt, a now nine-year-old. Uh, wants to go because um, he heard that there's going to be a, a Houston street fight and he claims that he's never seen a street fight before. What? I was like, I'm sure you must have been. I'm sure you have. He they claims have that he... on AEW every other week. <laughs> he doesn't watch AEW though. He, he doesn't enough. watch any Fair events. Enough. Like he'll watch the WWE pay-per-views with me but besides that he doesn't watch he, he'll only go and watch stuff live. So he claims he's never seen a street fight live so I, I'm we're going to try and make it out there. I mean, I'm fingers some, crossed. some of them can be brutal though like i just wrote a story on anna j today she got dislocated ribs from that street fight that they had mm. she's been out of action since then too you know people mm-hmm. think of ruby soho and her bloody face from that but anna got pretty hurt too from that table spot with willow yeah. so anna has been out of action for a month now over mm-hmm. a month actually this ain't ballet kids no <laughs> i think jay hawks were very great um I say I I I I had a little plan, and I thought like now you got to say like like bleh, I can't get my words out because I'm in so much awe of Ella because uh, obviously I know that people at home may know this, but um, I've recently been hired as a, as a commentator myself, Ella. So you have? Oh, shut up! You know, I would have thought you might have mentioned that. Huh? Yeah, I knew. Wow, Graham, I knew about that. <laughs> 
mentioned it. It, it comes to it comes to get dropped into conversation occasionally. Okay. So yeah. um it only made five out of six good cop moments over the last eight weeks, okay. But um I think what was what was it what was it feeling like for you when you did your first ever commentary gig? Oh my gosh, so intimidating. I still am very intimidating because it's not honestly, it's not my strong suit, you know. I'm still learning about it, but luckily I have the amazing Alyssa Marino. She's done commentary for Ring of Honor. Um, you know, she's been on Women's Wrestling Army, Shine, like a bunch. She used to be like a with WWE and all of that. So I I with NXT. So I I've been very grateful that I've had her to learn from. She she knows more so kind of what she's doing. You know, we work together, but I have to admit Alyssa's kind of the brunt of it. She's kind of leading me and slowly teaching me. I still get really, really nervous because again, that's the thing I'm least comfortable with is commentating. I don't feel confident really in it. So I'm always like so, so nervous. But you know, once we get the flow going, then my nerves kind of ease up a bit. And a lot of the girls I already know, whether this is my first time like calling a match of theirs i'm pretty familiar with a lot of the women in the landscape so it just kind of works out that i'm working with an all women's promotion so even if i haven't called a match of theirs before i'm pretty familiar with their work prior so i've been doing a lot of color um with like background and stuff sometimes we'll chip in for play-by-play but Alyssa's much better at move names and all that stuff so i'm still learning it's not my strong suit like i said um but i'm very grateful for her mm. Mm. I, 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 I'm wondering then specifically with the CCW then if it's not live is that something that you'd thought about possibly hey look let me watch it first and then when I watch it for a second time then I've got a little better idea what's going on or is that something that's so so normally I will already know the match results like it's on cage okay. match or mm-hmm. um, Alyssa writes it in our in our documents so I kind of have a heads up about that but honestly like I really don't have time to watch an hour or two long or two hour long show and then watch it again sure. um, because I'm working like between like 65 to 75 hours a week depending on the week no, so I really don't yeah. have I don't have a lot of time so We've been having to maneuver a lot of stuff, or I just have really long days for the most part. Very, sure. very relatable. Unfortunately, that's things. Um, doing color and doing play by play is very different, obviously. I mean, yeah. when I when I did when I made my appearance um at the show um late last year, I went on to do a bit, do a bit of color commentary and I did, did a bit of play by play during the evening, and it is so different switching from being the analyst to being the play-by-play guy yeah. is so different. But I mean, I can only think for myself. I got a rush doing the play-by-play, but I think Graham can vouch for it. I can talk the hind leg off of two elephants. <laughs> so um, yeah, I, I, I'd love to do commentary with you at some point. That'd be I think that'd be I think that'd be fantastic. I'm I'm still like I I am not I am not the best at it. I will admit that it's kind of my. You know, I'm trying to make myself more well-rounded, though. So I'm still, I've been doing it, what, for like 14 months now, since December of 2021. But we only do it like once a month or once every other month. So I've probably only done it around like maybe 10 or 11 times, I would say. Um, Maybe 12, I don't know. But so I'm still, I'm still within only my first dozen, you know. It takes a while to get kind of into it, but still getting used to it. Well, you interviews are great, obviously. Uh, interviews those are my those are my favorite part those are my mm-hmm. favorite thing i i'm pretty comfortable with those um those are great 
I'm sure you must get off. Oh, go, go, sorry, you want to talk. <laughs> no, I was going to say, but I, I kind of have, I have a very, I think I have a similar mindset to like you, you do as well. Like you want everything to be kind of perfect. And when you're in control yes. of the circumstances, <laughs> it makes it easier. So and when it's something like an interview, you can plan in depth. You can make sure you got oh, your questions. Yeah. You can yeah. do all your research. And when I listened, when I first listened to your podcast, you were talking about, oh, and I was looking on social media and I found this. And I was like, I relate to a moment. That's the kind of thing that I like when you've got all those questions prepared and you know you've got everything in there, that, that makes you feel, for me, that makes me feel a lot more confident. Yeah. Um, I've done way, way less interviews than you, but I always, I, I get nervous with those as well. But I know that if I have something prepared and I can kind of control the narrative a little bit, um, I always feel that makes it a lot better. Like I could never do commentary. Like Matt, Matt's been doing it for years. He's just, nobody was ever there to listen to it. Like he would talk to the television. He's been practicing since, since he was a little boy. So it's just, it's been on air for the first time after about 30 years. But yeah. psychologically, he's been preparing for this his whole life yeah so I, th I mean I think we all low-key do like obviously I mean you watch I've been watching professional wrestling coming up for, on for 14 years I just unconsciously you just kind of adopt and hear the language of like a Michael Cole of Corey Graves you know all those commentators throughout there you just kind of pick up on stuff that's kind of how I learned a lot of the moves like I said sometimes it does blur a little bit and mean and I'll do some play-by-play -play moves or I'm like oh she pulled off you know like a pile driver or something you learn the move names just by simply watching it on TV you know luckily we have like a you know we have a whole google document of notes she's kind of the one that reaches out to the competitors for their backstory like their stats their moves and all of that so we do have some of that to go off of but like for the actual like action we don't normally know like what exactly what is what is what we know sometimes they'll say we did this spot can you put it over or you know this is our story we were trying to tell throughout the match but you don't you can't pinpoint you can't structure it how I do on my notes on the side for every interview like word for word it's mm -hmm. it, it's daunting but you know it pushes me and I, I think I'm okay at it but I'm nowhere near like Alyssa's level yet I'd never even thought about that before. The fact that you said you recorded on Zoom. Normally, obviously, you get a chance yeah. to talk to the wrestlers ahead of time. And oh, so you do the pile driver? What you have a special name for that? You can yeah. find out. I'd never even thought about that side of it. That that would make that more difficult. That you would have to kind of reach out to the yeah. Wrestlers well, and that's find out more. that's what normally my friends who do commentary do like ahead of before even recording. They may not know like exactly what is going to happen. Um, you know, but they can get their move names. They're important, mm -hmm. like their finisher names. What mm -hmm. is a story going into this match? You know. Um, and kind of some background on them, like where they trained and that stuff. Like I said, even without that, though, I've been really lucky. Like I said, I'm pretty, pretty familiar with a lot of the women on the indie scene. So even without knowing those, even without getting those notes, I have a pretty good scope for at least most of the women that are coming in. There's a couple familiar, a uh, couple new faces coming in. But for the most part, like I said, CCW is kind of in my wheelhouse of like women's wrestling is like, my like one of my favorite thing you know so i'm pretty mm -hmm. familiar with a lot of the girls coming in and even if they are new like i said you know we get the notes on it or easily enough you know there's there's social media available to us you know mm -hmm. yeah getting getting notes together for i know you do yours um remotely obviously yeah. cxw they do a commentary live at the table in front yeah. of them um, I could not be. I would not be able to do that. I, I don't think I would. I'm gonna, I'm gonna. I'm gonna. Literally, gonna be coming coming out with like 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 Jr. and King used to do with 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 a piece of with paper. Yeah. And the notes there, just so I've got them to refer to. Most of the time, I've got to memorize <laughs> for both part. It's yeah. a lot more work in this than than I, I anticipated. I'll be honest. 
But yeah, kudos to you to be able to do that because I don't think I would be able to do that live. I really, that's a whole other wheelhouse. I, I wouldn't think that I'd be able to handle that until I at least get somewhat more comfortable with even just redoing it remotely still. Yeah. Well, I guess we'll find out how it goes in four weeks' time. <laughs> you got this. Well, last time you did this without even any preparation, really. Like, you knew, I think you can't, did you know you were going to do one match? I knew I was doing one match, and I was yeah. very lucky that the people, that everybody that I then did did call matches for after when I went back in, uh, I knew, knew them, I knew of them, I knew sure. of their stuff. I don't know everybody on the card. In fact, there's, there's like five people debuting this time. So I've got to do a lot of research on that. Um I need I need to flesh out obviously we've got uh cousins fighting each other for the world title. So obviously I want to delve into their family history a little bit about that, see what they've got going on, what made them tick. You know, it's all those sort of things. It's I've got to have a Google document but open in my head. So I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna I love it, but I've got work next day as well. I'm kind of surprised that you actually. Um, I, I knew I knew you'd take it seriously. I, I was never doubting that. But the fact that you're writing so much stuff down, you like it's not like a photographic memory, but your recall of facts is uncanny. Like you can you can call back to a particular episode, a particular day, particular month, and you know exactly what happened on that day with who, what the finisher was, what the venue was. Like you have a ridiculous yeah. recall, which is fantastic for commentary. Being able to pull up those stories at will, noticing something happens, to go oh. But yeah, the fact that you're even taking notes for that, I, I'm I'm really impressed with that. Shall we make an example of this, Graham? Give me an example. Oh, I don't know. You, see, I'm not that type of person. But um, go ahead, tell us who won. Tell us something about SummerSlam 1995. There you go. You want me? SummerSlam 1995. Yokozuna lost to um, <laughs> lost the World Championship match in the main event, and it was terrible. No, wasn't Yokozuna? Mabel. King Mabel. <laughs> oh, never mind. You get you get an old buddy. It, it happens. I wasn't King even Mabel. alive then. <laughs> King Mabel. That would turn into viscera, of course. Um, See, yeah. I want to deliberately go at least twenty five years just to kind of prove that, that was how far he can go back. Yeah. Like I'm struggling even if you ask me, and I've I've been watching WWE now for probably about six or seven years in a row. You ask me twenty seventeen and pick any event, I can't tell you anything about any of them. Even WrestleMania, like I'm really, I would really struggle. I'd have to kind of work out what year it was. Yeah, I might I'm pretty good with like, uh, I I'm good with certain things. Like I remember certain things if it's pertaining to like a lot of my like favorite wrestlers. Like I have weird things about that. Wait, but more like I wouldn't. I don't know if I'd be able. I that was way before I started watching wrestling. Graham, I'm sorry. It was May 2017. The Hardy Boys came back. Yeah. Oh, that was 2017. Yeah, I don't remember. They all blur into one, as far as I see. I've been around. I've been around for a lot longer than you, Matt. So now there's more WrestleMania. So my my head's folded with more stuff. I've been alive. It all merges together. That's my claim. I'm sticking to it. That's my claim, and I'm sticking to it. That's better. Right. Well, that's a good thing, Graham. So I gave Ella a running order. So it's all good. So how about we go to our good cop moments? Do it. As always, guests get to go first. So, so Miss Ella, so, 
for for me, I was really happily surprised when obviously you know they had the two K twenty three like character roster reveals this week. Becky Lynch, my girl, is third overall on this year's two K twenty three ratings, and also the highest woman of all time now at a ninety six. She's only behind Brock Lesnar and Roman Reigns in 2K23 now. She has a 96 overall rating, and which makes her also the highest uh, woman rating ever in WWE history. So that was really exciting. She jumped up two spaces. Um, I know Charlotte's 94. I believe Charlotte's actually higher than Seth Rollins and Cody Rhodes, too. Um, but Becky jumped up two spaces from 94 to 96, like I said, third overall in the highest woman of all time now. So I think that is, you know, it's, it's an arbitrary trivial thing, but I think, I think it's pretty cool. It's an example of how, of how, um, the women's revolution has really grown for sure. Grand looking. Perfect. Is this video game talk? It is. Yeah. Okay. That's why I was, I was starting to doze off and I couldn't quite figure it out. Okay. How I don't, I don't know all of the video game talk, but I, I know enough to understand that. <laughs> It's a shame this is just audio right now because Matt, you were so excited. Like you were pumping, you were fist pumping <laughs> yeah. in the air, and you you could see a big smile come over your face. It's like I can do video game talk, mm-hmm. and I'm not going to get blamed for doing video game talk. Well, mm-hmm. me, I, I, I wanted to, I do want to mention it briefly, but thankfully Ella mentioned it already, so I'm not going to mention my feed check. Um, mm-hmm. But it, it's it is wonderful to see women getting the focus on the video games as well. I remember one of the video games a while ago. You can't do women versus men anymore on the video game because they don't do it. Not you can't fight them each other. You're not allowed. Seriously, Why? Be, they don't do it on TV. So anyway, you don't. You can't do it. You, you, you physically cannot do a video game. If a man okay. hit the woman on the video game in a mixed tag, DQ. Fair way. Women, oh, can, okay. women can hit the men, but men can't hit the women. I haven't played a WWE video game actually a video game in general since 2k12 like if we're talking about like actual video games on a console i have not played since the wii was still popular because i don't know how to use the controllers for the xbox and all of that i can't i can't i don't know how to use it i've tried i can't but um i do remember back in the day there was a david versus goliath challenge great carly you had to beat him with mickey james that's my girl yeah, that's huh? that sounds like a that's... weird matchup. Yeah, was this was this like 2007, 2008? I yeah. feel like because that was the year they had like you know they made out at the Slammy, so that's the only reason it would make sense to me. Uh... <laughs> they they had Mickey James versus um Great Carly because he was the biggest wrestler on yeah. the game and she was the smallest. She oh, was even smaller yeah. than uh, than Rey Mysterio on the game, so mm-hmm. it was designed to be a challenge yeah. and. Yeah, it is. <laughs> it was she, a challenge. She's only five four. She's not the shortest anymore, obviously. But yeah, at that time, yeah, I think Layla might have been shorter than her, though. Actually, Layla, Layla never made a video game. I don't think. Interesting. I think I don't think I don't think any point Layla made a video game. I could be wrong on that because I haven't got access to the like mid two thousand games. Yeah. Um. Anymore, but I don't think Layla Michelle McCool made the game every year. Later, Lay was in the later ones, I know, in her run. Um, yeah, I'm pretty sure she was in uh, SmackDown versus Raw 2011 because that was the first one that I ever had. Um, the the video game series has has certainly bounced back. I've happened, I mean, Graham heard me tear it apart during during the pandemic era, uh, 2020. Um, 
Um, you did. You're quite pleased to see me ranting about a video game, and in so you get actually join and saying, "Yeah, it's rubbish." <laughs> um, I can't comment because I don't know. <laughs> if I was saying something rubbish, you must have been talking about a game from probably the 1990s. I'm guessing that that's no. more my uh, era of gameplay. Well, this way, Graham, on Game Junkies that year, it it ranked as the worst game of the decade. Oh wow! Okay. And then that was when they missed a year out and then came back last year with a game and it was much better. Hopefully mm-hmm. with John Cena's um, showcase mode, be interesting to see what happens because one of his biggest matches won't be included. I'm not going to okay. put Punky in the game, are they? <laughs> oh, okay. Well, that would make sense. I'm not going to put Punky in the game. One of his biggest matches of all time. Never going to be in the game, is it? Kind of disappointing in a way. Um... Mm-hmm. But yeah, <clears throat> sorry for jumping all over your moment. <laughs> no, you're good. I I'm I was happy. I was I was kind of a little like a little surprised. I mean, granted, yes, yeah, she entered. You know, um, she entered 2022 as champ. Um, she lost it at WrestleMania. She kept, you know, she obviously fell off steam for a little bit. You know, they she had that good match with uh, Bianca at SummerSlam. Oh, she was yeah. gone for a couple months. Um. I mean, it's Becky Lynch, so she's definitely her star is really high right now, you know. Mm. Um, so I think, I mean, if there's anybody that's gonna do it, I mean, Charlotte was gone for most of 2022. Yeah. yeah. Um. So if there's any woman that deserved that honor, I would say, yeah, Becky was uh, a solid choice to do that. For sure. Game. I was at a rage room last night with some friends of mine, and we actually got to talk about wrestling. <laughs> what? What was that therapy or something? Or oh like, hell yes, hell was it yeah. Random? Was it just a random thing? It was, it was, it was a round table night out, but it was really. Oh, okay. It was organized then. It okay. was really therapeutic. Yeah, but we got to talk about wrestling afterwards, and Becky Lynch came up, um, and we all agreed she does not need a championship to be relevant. True. Same with Seth Rollins; doesn't need one anymore to be mm-hmm. to be relevant, but. Um, obviously, the thing that's going on with her right now, in I think everyone's happy with what's going on at the moment. To be fair, maybe if we touch on later on, maybe. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, do you want to go meet Graham or you next? I- I'm going to let you go. There's a very strategic reason why I'm going to let you go first, though. Okay. I want Possibly. To I want to talk about. I want to talk about striking action. Okay. Uh, in the UK, strikes, strikes, strikes everywhere. Nursing staff, bin men, postal workers, and I, I, there's a lady person, so I've got to watch my language. Um, uh, and, sorry, fucking trains! Again, on the 18th of March. Oh, that's the date of your um, commentary, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yep, so that was so obviously that's a bad cop moment. Obviously, the I was like, about to say, did I get the wrong segment? Did no, I get not the wrong agenda? Not at all. <laughs> but I'm but I'm twisting it round into a good cop moment because we have solved the problem. Okay. Um most people um who have a tendency at XW know of the bad boy brand. Um, particularly the leader Joey Naylor. Joey Naylor, um comes from my neck of the woods, my town. In fact, he went to primary school and secondary school with my little brother. 
and actually wrestled him on the field at school several times. And now he's a professional wrestler. Um, and Joey Naylor, you know, he's one of the, he's one of the best heels in the business. But every time at the merch table, he's obviously the, one of the nicest guys in the world. Obviously, as they all are at the merch table, they're fantastic. Joey Naylor is carpooling me to Braintree. That's how good of a guy he is. A character, I guess. Um, but the fact of the matter is that I need to be there for the show. <laughs> so, uh, and Joey's literally, Joey, I said to him, at the blue, each other the lift. Um, it's like, yeah, just say when, when. So, that's, that's that, how it works in the in the US. Like, you got you got minimal distances to travel in the UK. Like, how far do you actually have to go? This is going to be laughable. How far is it? Well, it's about 45 miles, and I'm aware that doesn't sound like much, ooh, but no. when muggins can't drive, I know that relying on public transport, yeah, there's going to be multiple independent wrestlers this weekend who are going to be traveling over a thousand miles. Oh, I'm, I dare say like, that's just I, the way it is. I know like you start that... up in Chicago on like Friday night, and then you work your way down the coast. You might be in New Jersey or something on a Saturday, um, and you could even be in Florida on a, a Sunday afternoon, possibly. Um, I know talking to the ugly ducklings multiple times when asking them about what their schedule's like, and it's like mind blowing. And um, yeah, now with kind of following different wrestlers on Facebook and that, you will often see that that hey, who got a ride for this event? Can I get a cat? It's it's just the way it is. Like you have to. It's um, well, gas prices are even more crazy in um, in England. Like over here, they're I think it's about. I'm not sure what the national average is, but it's like three three twenty something like that, probably uh, a gallon. I'm guessing in England it's probably closer to about seven dollars a gallon, six dollars a gallon. One forty six a liter, Graham. Oh god, you're gonna make me do the math. All right, so do a math teacher. I understand that. So that's about five. That's about because the the American gallon and the English gallon are different. So I, I'm going to keep it on the same. I'm going to use the American gallon. So you that's know about. What? I didn't come here for math lessons, boys. <laughs> I don't have the brink capacity. I did. It's I about did, five pounds a gallon it. with the exchange okay. rate right now. It's about six dollars. So I was about right then. It's it's pretty much double what it is. But yeah, it's. Well, I don't it's drive, expensive. so. <laughs> it's expensive. And, and it's a lady is driven. I literally don't drive, so... <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, my good cop moment is the fact I managed to get round the, the train strikes thanks to an amazing independent wrestler uh, who also trained mm-hmm. my nephew, uh, which is which is cool as well. So he knew, knew him by name, which is... I've mentioned on the show before. Uh, he, he's, a, he's a really good guy. Uh, but when the microphone goes on, I'll be calling him every now and name under his son. But uh, he's a good man. He's that Jerry Naylor. So, yeah. Mm. I'm going to keep mine short and sweet, Graham, for you. Uh, okay. Well, I'm, I'm kind of surprised. The WWE mark that you are, I was trying to kind of predict what your moment was going to be. And I was like, well, it's going to be pretty obvious. So I was going to use this as well. So I was like, obviously on a week like we've just had right now, we've got a champion who's had a, a reign for nearly a thousand days. Obviously, they're very impressive again in the last few days. Um, the battles that they've had over the last couple of years or so, it just continues to build. It gets better and better. And then I was getting, so I assumed you were going to talk about Roman Reigns, but you didn't. And then I was going to spin it on you. And I was actually going to 
talk about Trisha Dora, because uh, Trisha Dora is actually at 1100 days. I had to pick my words very carefully. And um, I did notice that poor DC is actually uh, coming back. Um, I think it's Cleverly, Maryland. I think I wrote it down. Uh, March 19th, uh, $30 tickets, their event called Exile. Um, but as you didn't talk about that, I don't want to talk about Trisha Dora. I do want to talk about Roman Reigns. Um, I'm, I'm loving my WWE right now. It's You know that I've not been a big WWE fan for many times. This show has carried on on the premise that you love WWE, so I have to watch it just so I actually know what you're talking about. Um, but right now, I'm excited. Friday, this is exciting. SmackDown's on tonight. I love watching SmackDown right now. Um, the pay-per-view, I think, was even better because I did get Jackson to watch it with me again. I think the pay-per-views are always better when I've got my one of my sons watching it with me so we can kind of talk about it. And um, he actually went to bed before the main event. And I said, don't worry, buddy. I I'll wait for you. We'll watch it tomorrow. Yeah. And then as soon as he went to bed... <laughs> soon as he went to bed i carried on watching it and i was like in the morning if he asks to watch it again anyway i was like that's fine I'll, I'll i can put it on i can always play on my phone he never asked actually he never asked to watch it but if he had i would have had no objections to watching that main event again that was kind of the standard everything obviously had been building up it was curious to see it with sammy i don't think i've had my heartstrongs tongue on tugged on as much as that in wrestling recently all the things that were going on, the intro, the, the slow buildup was great. The crowd was obviously pro Sammy. You wanted to see what was going to happen. Matt, I don't think in our heart of hearts that we thought he could win. But you, we, you kind of think, well, I don't know. Hunter's there now. This is not Vince anymore. It, it's possible that Sammy, you, you're kind of hoping like, come on, you've kind of teased this a little bit now. Can Sammy actually get the win? And then obviously all the things that uh, transcribed, all the things that transpired in the match afterwards, obviously it didn't pay out. But then when Jay came in as well, it was like, oh, I'm, I'm starting to sit up again, even though it's getting a little late and I'm getting tired. And um, yeah, when he speared Jay by accident, it was like, oh my gosh, I could. And then obviously how it's played out on Monday as well with Kevin Owens coming into the story. Um, just that it's every single day, everything is whether it's Raw, whether it's SmackDown, whether it's the pay-per-view, whether it's the following Raw. I am 100% engaged in this story right now. Still don't know how Cody Rhodes fits into this. Um, it sounds like it, from what I'm hearing on Twitter, I don't know that they don't want to go the triple threat route. I don't know. I'm interested to see what happens. But with Kevin Owens kind of turning his back on him and say, go get your buddy Jay to help you if you want somebody. I'm interested to see what's going to happen with that dynamic. Jay, please, you've got to realize that was an accident. Please don't. I'm going to be crushed if he takes it out on Sammy. Because obviously he wouldn't, he didn't do that. You could watch the video and see that it was an accident. But um, no, Roman Reigns, as much as I hate his reign right now, and I want it to end as soon as possible, because I'm tired of hearing these 900 days plus, etc. Um, that match on that match at the, uh, what was it? Elimination Chamber? It was phenomenal. There were so many moments when it was like, <gasps> like I honestly thought, I, I end up, I, I, how am I still falling for this at my age? I honestly thought he'd pin Roman Reigns, and then it was a kick out at two point nine nine. It was like, I, I, I was totally buying into it. But that spear on Jay, I did feel like crying at that moment. How I felt at Crystal Castle, Graham with Drew McIntyre. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Generally thought he, I generally thought he had it won until Solo put, turned up. Mm-hmm. If it wasn't going to be a clash of the castle, I was, you know, I am also one where I'm so, are we allowed to swear on here? I don't know. Yeah, oh, yeah. absolutely. Um, I'm so fucking over 
this reign. I, you know, I, you know, I've never been a Roman Reigns is the person great. You know, he, he's, he's chill. He's cool. But as a character, I've never liked him as a character. And I am so fucking over this reign. And nothing is going to make me happier than when Cody Rhodes dethrones him. Just like he'll, I think at that point, he'll be at like 970 days into his reign. Nothing's going to make me happier than Cody Rhodes dethroning him before he hits a thousand days or Cody Cody better or honestly you know I don't rage a lot but that might cause me to rage to be I, honest I if float- Cody doesn't win we riot I yeah I, I floated an idea For with real. my friends last night um Cody wins but not the title no don't, uh, say, that. don't say that don't say that I no. will I will go mad I will go mad. I can see them doing that though, just so Roman hits a thousand. And then uh backlash, I think by backlash she would have reached about a thousand yeah. days then. Yeah. I can yeah. see them doing that just to hit that a thousand days. Them being it spiteful. Just it would that. be really sucky if it happened. I'd be so mad. <laughs> Me too. See, got... I think now they got past the Sammy hurdle that is just so close. Oh, they have no that they are, I think he is getting to a thousand, and I hate the fact that he's getting I'm, to a thousand. I'm looking this up right now. How many days? I think by mania he'll be around 970. Yeah, I'll go touch you in bad cop, Graham, but I've got a funny feeling he ain't over the semi hurdle yet. Oh, okay. Well, he's um... at, oh no, he's only okay, so he's at 908 days now. So we're what five weeks out. Five times seven is thirty. Oh, so he's actually ninety. He's going to be less closer than I thought. He's only hey, going to be Matt, at around nine forty. I didn't come time. here to learn about math. I don't know about you. Jeez. Fair enough. Fair <laughs> enough. You did say that. <laughs> fair play on that sort of thing. Yes. <laughs> Absolutely fair play on that side. No, yeah, they I can't... just don't see thousands. Just too round of a number. I, I'm sure that you don't get to nine hundred not to get to a thousand. It did just it quick... seems. But I, mean, I hate it. I mean, then that question... means we have to get at least. So that means we have to get at least three more months of this rain. We're at nine oh eight right now at the time of four. That's three more months. No, I'm trying to. I'm working out when that, that is. That takes you into about early June, that... late May. Oh. Matt, you're net renowned for having bad math skills, but if late... you know three months from the end of February is the end of May, then late that's late bad. May is when King of the Ring is happening. I think so... I think more likely be July first. It might be, but I don't want that. I don't want that to go into money in the bank. I really, really don't. I can't. I cannot go another three months. I really can't. I know, but I know, really can't. I'm saying that because we've got a lot of of UK everything podcasters who are going to be at the O2 <laughs> for it. Oh, of <laughs> I, I did work. mention to uh, chat grapple and cheat pops. I just suddenly realized because I'm planning my trip around England right now for the summer. Yeah. Um, I'm only going to be, I'm returning into that London area. I'm only going to be two hours away on that um, Saturday night. Mm. Uh, and they were like, come join us. And I was like, I assumed that they'd already sold out. I would assume so that just the just the general um, admission tickets sold out. I know there's like VIP, yeah, box, uh, whatever they call it. Yeah. Box, three yeah. grand. If I win the lottery, perhaps. If I win yeah. the lottery, the SmackDown yeah. though the day before did sell out though. No, it Just will. It will. It's really... Of course, that's it already the, did. That, that's the first though from actually doing SmackDown. Yeah. And a pay per view back to back in another yeah. country. That, that, sold that's out. Heard of Pop in Canada, of course. Mm-hmm. Um, Are they doing the Raw afterwards as well? No, back in back in USA. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. 
Right, um, Ella, if you've got anything else you wish to talk about for 90 seconds, uh, good cop wise, you are welcome to do so. We will see how a bit of leeway in 90 seconds, sorry. Um, I was also happy to, uh, we were talking about Chamber, Asuka also made history at Chamber. Uh, she became the first woman to, I mean, she joined an elite group of people, of people who have uh, won the Royal Rumble, won Elimination Chamber, and won the money in the bank. There's only been now five people to do that, that being Edge, Brock Lesnar, John Cena, and Randy Orton, but Asuka's now the first woman to achieve that feat. There's been, uh, I believe, Becky, Alexa... And there's one more person, and Bianca have achieved two of those three. Um, but Asuka's the first to do all three, the first woman to do all three. Mm. It's, a pretty, it's a pretty cool stat, to be fair. And, I mean, for me, the fact that they repackaged Asuka a little bit, a little yeah. bit of her face makeup, we knew she'd win the chamber. But I had no problem yeah. with that. But I had no problem with that. But I want to see her versus Bianca. But I have no problem with that at all. At all, right? I'm good. You're on the clock, though. You're on the clock. I'm on the clock. You go uh, way over. You don't get any flexibility at all. I'll start it when you start. Okay, okay. Um, Lita and Becky challenging for the women's tag team titles. Do we need to see this? No, do we want to see this? Yes, do we need it? No, we don't need it. We don't need the championships, but my god, do we want to see it? Um. I'm gonna put. I'm gonna plug some of our brethren here on VGM quickly. The Brain Buffer Boys are now go live with, with their show um, every week as well being on VGM. My God, they were brilliant this week. If you get a chance to do check them out, they're fantastic. Uh, and also, uh, friends of the show, specifically Boy, returned this week after a long hiatus. Welcome back, boys. We missed you. Um, and. We mentioned Sammy at the chamber had a formerly put in. Slightly unsure cop moment here, though. Did the wrong guy go over? We all think so, I think. Uh, yeah, I-, I wanted Sammy to win. I don't think I've ever wanted somebody to win a match as much as I wanted <laughs> Sammy to win that one. That's how I feel about Cody. <laughs> That's how yeah. I feel about Cody. <laughs> now we'll switch allegiances. Anyone but Roman. You can put uh, anyone in there. Th- there, there really is only three people. You know, again, I've never been a real Roman fan, but there is three people I do not want to see beat him for that. I don't think that any of them would happen. But Roman, you know, I do respect him. You know, as a person, that there's still some people like no, <laughs> even I would prefer Roman over them. Okay. All right. I'll I'll start the timer. Um, since I've got Sling TV, I have access to a lot more wrestling and a lot of other things that I forget. Um, I forgot I set the series record for something, and something that suddenly appeared on my DVR. Um, the return of WWE Rivals on, uh, I think it's A&E. I think that's the channel. So uh, episode one, uh, Andre the Giant versus Hulk Hogan. So cool to see. I don't think I'll ever tire of Stephanie McMahon talking about how she considered Andre a friend. And then she shows you the picture of him like sitting on his lap. And it's like, oh my God, Stephanie's so little. Obviously, Andre is so big as well. But the contrast of seeing fully grown Andre and young Stephanie McMahon, it's ridiculous. But even when you see fully grown men next to Andre, it's just it's still crazy when they're putting their hands up next to each other. It's still so hard to kind of comprehend. And while that was on, they did talk about promotional of other shows coming up. So I think we've got to wait until April 30th. 
but it's going to be they're having their memorabilia show back, which I cannot remember what it's called when they kind of chase most wanted treasures. Thank you. Um, that's going to be returning as well. And also uh, the Stone Cold reality show is also going to be coming on April 30th as well. So it kind of gave you some of the jobs that he's been doing. So I know somebody posted it was at like McDonald's or some drive through place, uh, but it showed you him in a bowling alley. It showed you him all over the place. So I'm looking forward to seeing that as well. Oh. Um, episode two is going to be actually Undertaker versus Mankind for the rivals. So I got that to look forward to this weekend. And uh, Colby Carino, former Ugly Duckling, signed by WWE. I had to get that mentioned in there as well. Mac! Quack, 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 quack. I think I watched more reality wrestling this weekend than I actually watched wrestling. I, mm. I think. I think it's just the way that it came this way. Sometimes it comes like that. Interviews, reality show. It's yeah, it's the way it works. Um, I'm also mm. very much aware, aware that uh, Miss Ella is on the clock today. <laughs> so um, maybe, maybe we unfortunately should fast forward to our bad cop moments. Mm-hmm. Miss Ella, bad cop. Have you got something other than Roman Reigns being champion? Uh, <laughs> uh, there is a couple, but it's also like testy waters with a few. Um, I won't get into it deep, but obviously, I mean, the Jeff Hardy news, Um, you know, Jeff mm. is like the reason I got into wrestling, you know. Um, he, he finally had his case, um, for the, the DUI and all that. He got his license suspended for 10 years. Um, and he doesn't have to serve any jail time because they already considered his previous stint as time served. Um, in the end, I think, you know, as much as I love him, I do think it's going to be good for him to not have his license, um, to hopefully it, uh, motivates him to get his life in order. His brother, Matt Hardy was talking about, you know, he seems to be doing a lot better, but it's still like, it's an unfortunate, you know, the whole thing just in general, but, you know, hopefully this is like truly, truly a wake up call because I know a lot of people are rooting for Jeff, including myself, you know, we don't want anyone to get hurt himself or anyone else on the road um so that court case finally kind of concluded after being delayed for months on months on months um it's unfortunate circumstances you know the whole thing but i do hope that you know he's the reason i got into wrestling i'm always gonna have a he's always gonna have a special place in my heart i just hope he gets himself truly straightened out it sounds like there is a community service aspect to this uh and I'll say punishment or whatever you want to say, consequences. Yeah. So I, I I think if you can get somebody like that, who obviously, he's obviously influenced your life. It was one that living in North Carolina, I he's obviously a big fan. I'm a big fan of the Hardy Boys as well and always will be. Um, it's somebody who you're kind of rooting for, but you kind of think that that kind of person can definitely influence other people in a positive way as well. Yeah. So I'm hoping that community service thing will be beneficial for him, but also the fact that he can make a positive change on other people as well. Um, I noticed a story, and it said that he's he although he's free to um, negotiate down the line to a, a company, like you said, get get himself to go if we even start thinking about that sort of thing. I think that's more fans wanting him back in the ring straight away. Them, you know, he's got a lot of recovery to do before this. He definitely needs to go to some kind of rehab, um, even if it's just detoxing. He needs something. Um, this is a guy at one point who literally had the world in his hand at one point. He was a rock star in the business. And we've seen him at his highs. And we've seen him at his highs. Pun intended. Um, he is very lucky. 
that he was only DUI and it wasn't something way worse than that. Um, we think, unfortunately, we have seen very recently what can happen when DUI yeah. isn't even involved in the wrestling business, unfortunately. Um, so he can, if you, anybody, anybody thinks, oh, you know, you know, it's Jeff, you know, some people literally waved it off, you like, oh, you know, these things happen with us. It's like, we've just seen one of the great, one of the greatest wrestlers of his generation die through no fault of his own. Accidents happen. And Jeff, with violence, was an accident waiting to happen with the influence he was under at the time. So, as you were saying, it's good that he's getting, hopefully he can now get some help that he needs. And I wouldn't say no to going to the Hall of Fame. He has been in every Hall of Fame because he had a Hall of Fame career. So, hopefully that can happen. I'm a bit good at a bad. <laughs> right. Uh, what you got for us, Matt? Okay. Um, uh, this week, double whammy actually happened for me. Um, a couple of years ago, um, the guy that got me into wanting to podcast in the first place, Mario Walker, F1 commentator, died. Um, and it's actually um, two years ago this week, actually. Um, so that hits me a little hard. Um, this week, Dickie Davis, uh, the voice of World of Sport Wrestling UK, uh, wrestling back in the uh, back in the golden era, um, died this week, and that was that hit, that hit me and Graham quite hard. I think actually, um, out of nowhere, um, and then I think it was just yesterday, uh. Legendary football commentator, soccer to Americans. Um, John Motson died. Um, the, the commentating booth that is now in the sky uh, is unbelievable. All these legendary people who brilliant, and they're, they're all starting to go. And that's uh, really, really sad. Not least because you look at who's left and you're like, oh dear. Um, sometimes. Um, yeah, Dickie Davis sign this week really hit me quite hard, Ram. What about you? Um, I messaged you straight away because you normally take charge of the um when people die, you normally take part of the tributes. And I did ask, and on this one, I don't normally offer at all, but I said, Hey, if you want me to do one for this one, I would. It definitely um when I started watching wrestling, um that that was it. It was my dad used to watch it. Um Saturday afternoons, just after lunchtime, Dickie Davis came on, presented, you went to the show. So, yeah, it took me instantly back 40 years watching it as a little boy. And um, he, I think he was late 80s. Like, it wasn't a total shock. He had a good inning. Um, he, he had a good life, but it's still just one of those figures that you kind of hold warm in your heart. And, um, yeah, you just kind of, yeah, it just hits you in the feels, right? Uh, obviously for the family as well. And then, yeah, Motti is just, like, if you ask for your big names of soccer commentators, number one. Like, he's number from one. our generation, he, he's number one. So to have two such big names together kind of go was, yeah, it kind of felt like a bit of a, yeah, it was a bit of a downer. Yeah. 
Um, Modi, I didn't think, I didn't realize, I don't know what Modi's, um, was there real health involved? I didn't read any um, obituaries or anything. I, I didn't see obituary for him, unfortunately, no. I didn't see um, anything mentioned at all. I only saw people praising his career, but I think he was late 70s. So, not, yeah. not a terrible age, but um, obviously compared to Dickie Davis, it would be a little bit younger. So, I'm not sure. I know he retired about six years ago. I know so his, I did last, wonder... his last match of day was 2018. So. Yeah, I did wonder if he retired for ill health or if he just retired because it was his time. I, I didn't know. But yeah. I'm I'm with you. It kind of it was a double blow. Dickie Davis would felt bad, but then when Marty as well, it was yeah, def definitely a bad cop moment. I can't argue with you. Right, the last night he was alive, Marty, he was watching football in a pub. Mm. So that yeah, makes it, it sound that like was pretty sudden. Then just happened overnight. Yeah. Oof. So yeah, when that's how if if I have to go someday, that's how I'd like to go. Uh, having a pint night before and just drift off. Yeah, that's how yeah. I like to go. If I have, if I have to choose, obviously, but mm -hmm. that's kind. Of, that's the, I've got a lot of more years ahead of me yet. I hope. So, uh, yeah, I'm not, I'm not. Don't know if Ella's heard of uh, Dickie Davis or World of Sport for that matter. Um, but if I, if you want some classic action, World of Sport stuff on YouTube, worth checking out. Some classic stuff on there. Absolute classics for sure. That was definitely the time when it was entertainment for sure. Yeah. The, the characters are larger than life. The wrestling skills were uh, on the low side compared to today's style. <laughs> I have gone back and watched some videos. I was like, oh my gosh, this is uh, terrible is not the correct word, but it was um, of a lot lower standard than I am used to. It watching. was, but at the same time, it also it also kind of halted me for that reason. Uh -huh. At its time, it was perfectly appropriate and it was, yeah. But yeah, now it kind of looks a little bad. Um, my bad cop moment is uh, about 30 minutes ago when I said um, that I'd like you go first and I would follow you because I didn't realize you were going to do something as somber as that. And now I got something that's a little bit more lighthearted. And now I think you're a dick for doing that. But um, my bad cop moments. Um, all right. I'm going to start with I, I got a few. It feels more speed checky, to be quite honest. Um, and I'll tell you what the real bad cop moment is after I've done some of these. Okay. Um, Life of Presents uh, listed as dozens of cities, three months one country. So this is IWTV's uh, reality show where they give the wrestlers a camera and they follow around. Shazam McKenzie. Woo! That's out, coming out March 1st. Um, Sean Henderson presents three years later. Matt, I think it's the bell rings in about 90 minutes time. It's up in New Jersey. Um, I'm about four hours away, so 90 minutes is... There's no way. I, I could probably watch it like... Ali Catch versus Tim Donst. Oh my gosh, this is like Nova Pro. This is when I start in independent wrestling. Um... One of my fave matches of the year. I did manage. The, the good thing with starting later today is I did get the chance to watch Impact Wrestling before we recorded because that was from last night. Um, the opener, Speedball Bailey and Jonathan Gresham tagged together for a first time ever. I was like, I have a feeling this might be pretty good against the Motor City Machine Guns. And boy, did it not disappoint. All right, Matt. So obviously, those are clearly not bad cop moments. So what is the bad cop moment? Um, this podcast, why on earth did we decide to call this good cop and bad cop and force ourselves to have something that's good and something that's bad? Um, I, I have nothing bad this week. I, I didn't watch that much. But everything that I kind of saw, I, I feel like I'm being high five Tom right now, who's always super positive. But I really struggled to find anything. I no, have I guess one it's... you could use. <laughs> Roman Reigns. No, no, no. It does have to do with Paul Heyman, though. Paul Heyman insinuating that he would sleep with Brandy Rhodes. Oh, I, I missed that. 
during that whole segment. Oh, oh yeah. I because, saw, he's, I saw... he, because he's like Roman Reigns is, you know, he's a married man, but you know, I can a happy swoop married in. man. I'm yeah. not. He's unhappy not. married. <laughs> oh, I, I I did miss that. I love that personally. I thought I'd bring uh... <laughs> I guess my real gripe is I, I knew what I wanted my main good cop moment to be, but I knew I only had 90 seconds for speed check, and there was way more than I had for that. As I started okay. to put my list together, every time I kept looking for stuff, I kept finding good stuff, and I couldn't find a single... I'm sure there was bad stuff this week, um, but I couldn't find it, and I was like, I want to talk about this stuff. So, um, yeah, the bad cop moment is digging ourselves into a hole by forcing ourselves to say something good and something bad, and this week, I just, I literally couldn't find anything. So, but I did want to mention those Graham, and you tried now. <laughs> I, I know it's a little late in the day on episode two twenty six, but this week in particular kind of stung a little bit. I was like, oh my gosh, this uh, this is why I say it's an exciting time right now for wrestling. Like, I still love my independent wrestling, but I'm loving the promotions as well. I can see Impact Wrestling now as well. It's a good time. I, I'm just not watching much AEW. I'm just not getting around to it. I just I don't. Think... There's only so many hours in the day. I do think that is reflecting a little bit in some of the uh, some of the uh, viewing figures as well, unfortunately. Mm, uh, mm. But but to be fair, the in-ring stuff is still good. Um, I had one other option for bad cop moment. With you switching the time, I was going to complain. I have subscribed to another service this week, which is the Disc Golf. Uh... Cha uh, disc golf tv uh, disc golf channel and uh the second round of the open in las vegas is on <laughs> uh, matt, matt has to get his book out and um that's actually going on so i was watching it just before we came that's why i wasn't ready immediately i was like i'm gonna watch it until like 5 Sorry. 12 and then i'll <laughs> <laughs> it's only the second round of four but it's the first time i've had that channel and it's the first time i've kind of got to watch disc golf live disc golf is my other passion as well um I was excited, but no, I was just going to single you out just for that, just to be spiteful. I was like, I, I needed something bad. I was like, that's the only bad thing I can think of, that I can't watch this golf right. I, I could have set up another screen if I'd really wanted to, but I didn't. Um, but as soon as we're finished, I am going to go back to that. That's going to be the rest time. of my... I'm going to have a, a relaxing evening. I do need to I do need to chat, check in on the boys, but... Yeah, that's fine. Fine. I, they're good right now. They're good right that now. That is fine. Um, Ella, have you got a speed check back up for us? Not really. Besides Paul Heyman. Mm. Not really. I mean, I guess that would be my speed check one, I guess. Mm. I mean, that segment went long, though, too. And I know Cody later on apologized for it going longer than planned. Um, but sometimes that's, that's about it. You know, you know, it's been it's been a pretty good week, you know, from the only actually wrestling, the only wrestling I've actually watched this week was Elimination Chamber and Raw. So, <laughs> so I, that's about it. I'm the boss of your time, then, because here we go. Cody Rhodes. Cody Rhodes makes my bad cop section. He is going to get booed out of the building at Mania. Because he's not Sammy. Oh. Triple H, according to, some of the, according to some of the dirt sheets, Triple H is genuinely concerned Cody is going to get booed out of the building because Sammy isn't in the main event. I don't think so, personally. but this is I'm point. saying it could happen. And... <laughs> and I personally would have loved to have seen Cody versus Sammy. Something new, something fresh, but it would have been great. But unless they're going to throw a true threat in there somewhere, I don't know what's going to happen here. 
it feels wrong to take away from Cody, but at the same time, Sammy's earned it as well. So they're booked into a corner here, unfortunately. Another thing announced today, Jake Paul, once he's done with Tommy Fury this weekend, wants to join WWE. Jake Paul, listen to me very carefully, okay? Fuck off and take your poser brother with you. Oh, if I'd have known that one, I think I could have easily written a devil's advocate for you. I know that you're not big fans of those, uh, of the brothers. But, no, yeah. I'm not. Um, it just seems so obvious then now. Obviously, a triple threat would get around that problem, and you can have Sammy in there. Yeah, but um, they're not they're not keen on the idea, as they was, as Adam was saying. Well, they're not keen if they think that Cody's going to get booed. Then it sounds like there's an easy solution. If that's what they genuinely think, that sounds like there's an obvious solution. And it gives them an out as well, because then Roman can lose the championship. They're just gonna well. they're just gonna cheer F you Roman is the thing. Which they did, and they, and they actually had to bleep it out on uh on Raw. SmackDown on my and yeah, and SmackDown, dude. Last week I thought my TV was bugging. I yes. I, I thought of so love, I of loved it in a way that they the the centers had to come in because yeah. the crowd took over. And that's the concern I have for Rainier. They got two nights of it this year. Unless they defend one championship against Sammy and one against Cody. Well, the plan right now is for Cody and uh, Roman just to main event night two. I mean, they didn't say anything if it would be for both championships, but the plan is they're expected to main event night two. Well, I I say why not force him to defend the championship back to back, Sammy and Cody, back to back mm -hmm. on night two. That, but Sam, a, Sammy would have to carve a story of why he deserves to after he already lost to Roman Reigns. Well, he didn't. He didn't lose interference. Yeah, you you know that that doesn't matter in <laughs> WWE scope. That he you know didn't lose cleanly. Of course, you know? of course. But they've got time to book this. They've got time to fix this. As we said, we've 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 almost fixed it in our in our. But three, we've got four ideas off the back here. Triple yeah. I want to find his feet. They got 11 TVs left, so... <laughs> he got robbed twice. He, he did pin him for three, but the referee unfortunately yeah. got knocked out. Like, what are the odds, mm -hmm. huh? Mm, very much so. You could Graham, spin it. What about your speed, um, Yeah. Oh, my time had just switched off, but I don't think I really need it. Um, I haven't enjoyed the main event. Besides, uh, You know I'm not a big fan of the Elimination Chamber. Um, I actually was okay with those matches. Um, the rest of them, I wasn't that really into, I'm going to be honest. Um, the Beth Phoenix and Edge match, I I don't know. It wasn't doing it for me particularly. And um, I absolutely despised the Bobby La Bobby and um, Lesnar match. I was like, what did really? you expect from that match, though? Like, I, I don't know. Like, the... <laughs> Which one? The edge? Match? Oh, you know what should be a bad cop moment? Why is Omos challenging Brock Lesnar? Oh, mm -hmm. I don't know. Why is Omos challenging Brock Lesnar? <laughs> Left field, isn't it? I mean, oh, it's not like we're going to get Brock versus Bobby at, at Mania to close the rivalry. That's what they're <laughs> looking like. And now Omos out of nowhere. I mean, I just didn't like the low blow to finish that match. It, it just seemed like um, it, they got out of it too quickly. They could have let them fight for another five to ten minutes, and then they could have gone with it. But I don't know what the Fair. time was for that match, but it felt like it was like five minutes. And I was like, really? Of all the things that you could have done with this match, and you're going to end it in five minutes? Now, I don't know. We did talk about certain segments can run over, and we know matches have to be shortened. So I don't know if that was part of it. But to me, it was like, oh, my gosh, really? Um, yeah. I Four minutes. 
445. Yeah. That's all you can come up with, four minutes of 40 stuff, and you're going to get out of it with a low blow that quickly. It's like, I mean, yeah, I, that's yeah. kind of the, I was expecting, I wasn't really expecting a clean ending anyway for them. You know, I was expecting Bobby to go over personally because he was the full-time talent. Um, I so That match felt like that was going to end somehow like weird to me. Obviously, I mean, to be fair, the Roman-Sammy match ended weird, too. There was some hijinks there. And actually with the men's chamber with Logan Paul. So never mind them. Yeah. Yeah. We won't go there with Logan Paul. See, I actually, I, I liked Logan Paul coming in. I know you I think that, it made I would... sense. I predicted that, yeah. too. I predicted, you know, I, we don't have to go down that route for Matt's sake. But I predicted that. That actually sets <laughs> up. That continues the story <laughs> of Seth Rollins heading into Mania, you know. Yeah. So that it served its purpose you know we can move on now but it served its purpose yeah but i didn't agree with they the whole thing of tez was a little bit disappointing i mean well, that, that, that set it up one. for to for them to open the door to the chamber to have enough time for logan paul to swoop in it made sense but they could it have made... done anyone apart from tez no not right now no, I, I I correctly predicted the final three. I thought it was going to be Tez in final two though, and Seth um to be eliminated because uh I thought I thought it, I predicted that it was going to be uh Seth Montez and Theory. I thought Tez was going to go all the way to the final two to play up. You know they believe in him as the single star. This is going to show he has that potential. He did do that, but evidently I got it. Full- flip-flopped um i knew that logan paul was going to somehow swoop in cost seth rollins but i got it flip-flopped but for me it makes sense like the whole thing makes sense tez had a good run you know for him that's really his biggest showing as a single star so far you know seth rollins you know technically you know he didn't lose he didn't lose cleanly it was because of logan paul that sets up then for mania freeze up uh theory you know to say i beat everybody you know he just beat edge and then for john cena to swoop in and say you didn't beat everybody you know i don't know that's just my thinking but i know matt it makes sense though you know not a lot of things make sense in wwe that made sense (laughs) i didn't want that i don't want that you don't have to want it it makes sense though storyline wise logan paul coming in he's been feuding with seth rollins he eliminated him from the royal rumble you know this sets up their mania match whilst everything you're saying there is absolutely right my dear (laughs) he should be nowhere near the squared circle i disagree with that that's i disagree with that you're an idiot matt My feelings about Logan Paul are well known, Graham. Okay, but that's he, as a person. You just said it, you said as a wrestler previously. No, 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 no. No, I didn't say. I didn't oh, you're changing that. your tune now. I didn't say that, Graham. I said he should be nowhere near that squared circle on principle. Oh, okay. I thought you meant on his wrestling ability. ability. Unquestionable, yeah. unquestionable okay. ability. But okay. the fact that he is, Graham, he is a fair. Okay, I I, I got That's you. A fair we're allowed certain swear words, but we we try and avoid yeah. that one where yeah, yeah. possible. Yeah, I, um, I I yeah, I had to check myself there because that I, was I, I can't come back. I, I appreciate you doing that, but the fact that you hate him so much, don't you realize that that's what makes him so great as well? You got a lot of people who are excited to see him. I was excited to see him, so on that side. But then you got people like you who hate him, and for that reason, well, you got people who want. Who, for different but, reasons, you but get that's that emotional more reaction. Personal, he hates him like pers- as a person. Yeah, I hate him. As I, a, I hate him as a human being. I, I hate him. I, hate that, him. But I think you want to yeah. see him get crushed. But I think there's other people that hate him as well. 
So I think that's makes him the perfect person. Graham, I, I, there have been some times where I've wished certain. I can't actually say it actually on air. Make it to me cancelled if I say that on air. Uh, um, I've, I've gone. To sleep. Nah, I wish he was in the rage room. I put it that way. Fair. We'll, we'll subside we'll conversation. We'll yeah. leave it at that, yes. Um, and how about we move on? Oh. I've just realised, Matt, because you've set me up like this, like, um, normally I'd have Devil's Advocates prepared, but I I didn't realise that there was going to be two people I needed to prepare for. So. Well, Graham, all people do fan cop moments. We will record those after, so you can... Definitely. Them got Definitely. Hang- yeah, so we will go to Devil's Advocates now, Graham, of course. Mm-hmm. This is Brothers and I'm Binary Others. Welcome to episode 226 of the of Good Cop, Bad Cop Wrestling Podcast, Devil's Advocate Round, where myself and Graham and our guest this week, who is amazing energy, um, will be dealing with um, ridiculous statements we do not believe in, but uh, must defend as if they are the truth. Now, Ella, do you have some to give out? You do. I have one. I have one. Okay. Who do you wish to deliver it to? I don't know which one of you dislikes this person more. We could both defend it, Matt. Yeah. Okay. Why don't we both try and defend it? <laughs> Grand be a novelty. And, and, for, and for time's sake, too. Um, sure. Baron Corbin should be the one to dethrone Roman Reigns. Uh, absolutely. He's exactly what we just talked about. He's that person that you absolutely hate. And for that reason, although you don't like him, you understand why they're actually doing it. If you're any wrestler that gets that emotional response from you, that visceral response, that's exactly the person. So at this point, who really cares? I, it could be anybody, but if it's going to be anybody, why not pick Corbin? It's totally a wild card pick. You know, he's always getting that little push anyway. So yeah, sure. Make it happy, Corbin. All right, Matt, go ahead. Whenever you're ready. Baron Corbin has proven time and time again that he is the man that deserves to be the champion. I mean, he's a former US champion. He's a former Golden Glove. You know, he's he's won Battle Royals. He's won the Honorable Battle Royal at WrestleMania. Well, I would I actually got called up by Paddy Power for saying that they didn't know who he was, Graham. So he deserved to be the champion. JBL was holding him back, Graham. He needs to be champion. None of you guys said that he was the last person to pin Roman Reigns. I'm shocked. Oh, well, Matt, what? I would have expected you to know that. Not, I the, not that, that I, not I me helping this case, but literally my yeah. least favorite superstar on the right. roster. 2019, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I re- yeah, I remember hearing that now on the on the commentary <laughs> or the pre-show yeah. or something, and I totally, yeah, I didn't even think. No, my visceral hate for Corbin just kicks right in, and at that point, I it was have, like... Again, like, there... There's very few people that I like. I'm the only period I've ever liked Baron Corbin was when he that four weeks he was sad Corbin. That is that legit right. the only time I ever actually liked his character. That was great. It was great, and they they just they, they just healed it too quickly. Then he, then he was happy Corbin, you know. And it was like, oh. um, Matt, I think I have a devil's advocate for Ella, but I'm not even sure if it's correct. But we're we're just gonna run with it, okay? okay. We'll, we'll we'll pretend that it's correct, okay? okay? All right, so my devil's advocate for you then, Ella, is uh, Becca deserves to lose the CCW championship purely because she spells her second letter of her name as a number. Um, Becca is not even a champion? 
Thailand King actually holds both the CCW championship and the CCW network championship. Um, and Brooke Valentine and Jordan blade hold the CCW tag team championships. So actually that's physically impossible for her to lose something. She doesn't have as much as I love her. <laughs> ah, she wasn't at the last show and i couldn't remember i i thought she so she held some championship or is she a number no, one so she so last year she won the tag team trophy um oh. alongside uh riley shepherd so they won they won that and then you know they cashed in the opportunity but then they you know becca riley got hurt so becca got a, a title shot at the network championship which you know, Kayla Sparks and Vita Von Starr had won. Um, mm-hmm. And now Vita Von Starr and Kylan King had done a winner-takes-all match. Oh! And Kylan King won that. So of Kylan course. hasn't been at the last two shows. Um, but, yeah. Becca, I mean, Becca, every time she's been there, has been in the main event. Uh, she just hasn't mm-hmm. won a title yet. I, I, I was First trying to time. rack my brain and I couldn't remember. I could not remember, and it was it was something petty. So it was for that reason I picked. I, love um, I do have a poster of Becca that we won at a Flying V tournament that she was supposed to be at, mm-hmm. and she couldn't attend because there was I think it was massive amounts of snow in Massachusetts. Oh, yeah. I think that's the area that she's from. Um, so at some point, I'm hoping I can take that poster to uh, CCW and try. I'll have to reach out at some point. Or I'm hoping she has a merch stand. I- I'll pay, but it's it's the I'm only sure. autograph that's missing off this poster she was like the prominent figure on this poster and it's the only autograph that's not on there so for completion yeah um i would really like it so yeah becca was the first name that came to me from there and i was thinking b in case you don't know matt is b3 cca yeah yeah i gotta tell you great first time in 226 episodes the question being asked was wrong (laughs) (laughs) i did preface it by saying it's probably wrong but I, I could not remember. And I didn't know I was going to need a devil's advocate in my defense as well. Otherwise, I could have given it a true. little bit And I didn't realize until we were just finishing bad cop moments that I didn't have a devil's advocate either. So. To keep it nice and simple, I've got one for one for Ella and I've got one for you, Graham. Okay. 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 So for Ella, defend this statement. Simple. Soraya doesn't deserve her title shot. Soraya, Soraya has, you know, she's only been here, you know, she she hasn't wrestled in like 10 years before this. Actually, it was only four years. It's too soon, you know, she's she's still clawing her way up. How can she already get a title shot when she's only been here for like four months, you know? That's all, that's all I got. That one hurt. That one hurt. <laughs> yeah. That one hurt. Well, you were looking you, through people's social media again, Matt, and using Soraya. their posts against them by any chance. That would hurt. Oh, shocker. I'm, I'm fully aware that Ella is a big Soraya advocate. To be fair, I'm a big fan of Soraya. Um, Matt, is this wrestling related? Non-wrestling related. I gave you a lot of... Uh, I know from my posts this week, I gave you a lot of things that you could choose from. One of them I was going to post afterwards. Don't even think you use this as devil's advocate because I'm already prepared for it. But go ahead, sir. What you got for me? Your non your non wrestling devil's advocate, Graham, is simple. I like ketchup on everything. Of course, who doesn't love it? Like tomatoes right now are really difficult to get in England. So when you've got them, you got to make the most of them. So you put them all over your pizza. Um, perhaps slightly out there, but hey, why not? Cornflakes, milk, and then ketchup. Who, who could go wrong with that? Unusual combination, but until you've tried it, how would you know that that's not such a good thing to do? And the third thing he put it on, I cannot remember. Sunday roast, probably. 
That was the one I posted just a couple of hours ago. There were some other ones I posted during the week that was uh, definitely absolutely fucking foul. Um, absolutely ketchup fucking on cornflakes. I can't believe that person legitimately thinks that's tasty. I think they're just doing it for the clicks. Look back at the video, Graham, and no point did he swallow. Oh, so he spit the cornflakes out as soon as that would make sense. Cornflakes with ketchup sounds disgusting. Mm -hmm. Everything... I will not be trying that on the MGB uh, video channel. Oh, perhaps the boys might want to try. I'm gonna ask Jackson on. when he gets home. I'll ask Jackson when he gets home. Do you want to try some cereal with ketchup? He <laughs> might actually do it. And looking out for your water. The only thing worse is mustard. Oh my god, I would just literally vomit. Mustard I will is, have like, mustard, the mustard is the worst condiment. If I'd have known that, I would have had a devil's advocate for you, because I did see one that somebody suggested, uh, mustard on watermelon, and it sounded so ridiculous it that works. I actually tried it, and it's good, yeah, it does. It That's actually. an it abomination. <laughs> that was an American recipe, I just want to say for the record, but Matt, you I don't claim that. them. <laughs> oh, that would have been a good one, that would have been, if only I'd have known that, that's a shame. Uh, Matt, I have a wrestling one for you, which is pretty short. Um, I'd like you to defend a tweet from at Ethan Theory on February 21. Okay. Um, and it was just uh, six words. I admit it, you miss CM Punk. Well, of course we miss CM Punk. So much so that people were actually stalking him at a New Japan show, Graham, because they need to get his CM Punk, their CM Punk fix. Uh, CM Punk, or Phil Brooks, I've referred to him for many, many years, but it's his actual name, of course. Uh, not, well, not, not Chick Magnet Punk, or, or, or what I want to call him, the Pepsi Boy. Everyone needs more punk in their life. You conveniently wasted about eight seconds mentioning all his different names, so you didn't have to defend it. I saw Martin Kellner, eat your heart out. <laughs> I saw that one and knew that that would be the perfect one for you this week. Uh, you've had a similar one before, but it was it was time to bring it up again. Never heard, of course. And, and of course, as usual, it nearly brought my lunch up again, Graham. So thanks for that. Um, Ella, thank you so, so much for um, loving yourself to come on our little dog and pony <laughs> show. <laughs> also, I'm sorry. I totally forgot there was a major time difference. Like, it's like 1130. Yeah. Yeah, for for both of you. No, no, he's no, no. no, I'm in, I'm in Virginia. Oh, okay, okay. I'm yeah, so sorry. I'm fine. No, it's fine. I, I mean, you know, I just ended up work. I work till five o'clock. I I only have like a three hour window available on Fridays. It's all good. Um, all good. But yeah, this was a lot of fun to be back too. I know we had started before the Rumble thing, but it, it worked out. It did indeed. So this is the part where you plug all your stuff. So where can people? hear your stuff um, and everything all your interviews everything where can people get, find you the easiest ways to follow me on twitter while twitter is still deciding to be functionable today <laughs> at it's ella j is where i'm most active it's true i've had so many issues but you know that is where i'm most active if you go to the link in my bio all my links to all my podcasts and articles websites etc are all there in one convenient place for you because frankly i don't have time to to designate all of that but it's all there in one convenient place on twitter while it's there or i guess you can follow me um on instagram at a wrestling gal too as well uh that's about it <laughs> thank you so much Ella. i graham i think i i think i did pretty well for um, good buddy for guest. um i don't know when we're recording next week graham because you're off to smackdown next week that was supposed to be my bad cop moment. That was my bad cop moment. I forgot to write it down. I got an email that said, um, don't forget you got tickets to SmackDown. I was like, I do. I do not remember buying them. So I better tell our guests to come back next week after. I didn't I really. I had forgotten about that. Sorry, buddy. We'll be back in two weeks, guys. We're out of here.
Boom. Well, I was hey, about Ella. to wave. I was about to wave goodbye. <laughs> Good. Bad. All right. Um, we we switch the segments around. We we are we are going to record. Ella, Ella's left. Uh, we are going to do the fan cop moments. But I did have a couple of devil's advocates. But I didn't want to. I know Ella had to leave, so I wanted to save them. But I didn't want to waste them. So um, here's your non wrestling one, Matt. Let me uh, just make sure I can yes, read sir. the whole. Oh shoot! I just clicked the wrong button there. Made I win. The... Oh, Jesus Christ! The whole thing just disappeared. That's uh, really helpful. Um, oh my God! Really? Yeah, you did win. All right, well, I got to do it off the top of my head then. Um, I'm really happy that Liverpool lost 5 2 to Real Madrid because it now sets up the possibility of a 4 0 second leg so they could knock out a Spanish opponent in the Champions League. You say, you go, this is the thing you see. Liverpool like to make things difficult for themselves. They've done this for years and years and years. And the best way to do it this time round is to knock out probably the greatest team to ever play in the European Cup. Real Madrid are going to cower at the Bernabeu in two weeks' time. Um, the, the the thing on Facebook that was going around, I saw it multiple times this week, was it'll be really funny um, in two weeks' time when it's... Um, and it's a quick corner from Trent, and it's a goal! Final score, Real Madrid 7, Liverpool 1. Uh, it was that was heartbreaking this week. Um, we did mention that Dick Davis and Moddy was pretty sad. I was crushed at that game after taking an early 2 0 lead. Um, that, that I, was kind of brutal. Weird thing is, is that it was we went 2 0 up, but then the goal started going in, and I was like, I can't even blame Joe Gomez because Real Madrid are just that good, yeah, they, they was, are. Commentary did say they're not going to be worried at all. They've been in this position before. They'll know how to do it, and they did. They they came back. Yeah, they're a good. They're a good team. I I can't argue with that side. They're they're the best team in the world, unquestionably. Uh But the reason Mm -hmm. why they are fourteen times European champions and PSG with all the money have zero. Man City all the money have zero. Newcastle all the money have zero. That's a little harsh on Newcastle, but hey. Um, while I went upstairs to talk to Jackson, because he just came home, yeah. um, I did ask him quickly. I was like, do you have a devil's advocate for Matt? And uh, his response was, what's a devil's advocate again? <laughs> so I explained it quickly. And he kind of thought, so he didn't have much prep, but he has this one for you. Okay. So he'd like you to defend the fact that um, wasabi on vegetables is better than pizza or chocolate. Have you ever tried wasabi, Graham? It's really, really, really intense in the flavour. And it can really bring up the natural the natural um, flavours of the vegetables. It's great on squash. It's fantastic, actually, on sweet potato, Graham. So these all these amazing things that wasabi just enhances, Graham. Better than pizza. Um, uh, yeah, sweet potato is a bad cop moment for me. I can't stand sweet potato. It's just Wasabi would make... Really- it's, it's a not, popular one in our household, but I can't stand it. It wasn't hard to defend, Graham, because I'm too like wasabi. <laughs> I, I didn't say, well, I like wasabi as well. Um, the fact vegetables was kind of random, but and hey, hey, it's what nine year old Jackson wanted to give you as a devil's advocate. So I, I knew I, appreciate I, getting what he I enjoyed. To... I enjoyed uh-huh. that one for sure. Well, that's very good. All right, let's get to those fan cop moments. Absolutely. Uh, Rob, first of all, uh, you... thank... oh. thank you to everybody for mentioning in the first place. So, but yeah. Uh, Rob, uh, UTT Rob, bad cop moment. Can't find MLW Underground in the UK since they moved channel. And there was a big thread talking about where you can find that, uh, including a certain suggestion that Morty had a link that he could use. 
Finch was a kind of amusing NSFW. Uh, <laughs> good cop me a uh, good cop moment. Uh, King and Queen of the wing, Ring returning, and uh, WTF cop moment. Mia Yim said in a shoot interview she doesn't actually know what her WWE ring name is supposed to be. And I did see a meme this week that actually had six different entrances that had like all those different combinations. So clearly WWE doesn't either. So yeah, very confusing. I, would agree. I don't care what they call us. You can keep wrestling. I don't care. Yeah, uh, I'm gonna go niche guy at. Um... Good cop moment. KO not forgiving Sammy straight away. It adds more layers to the story. It does, of course. Bad cop moment. The absolute disgusting way people are treating evil Uno just because he's a fluffier gentleman. Um, okay. I have not seen that. I'm, I'm pleased to see. And uh, worst cop moment. I need to check with my with my. Uh, I need to check here, <laughs> Graham, because there we go. Uh, Jy is a bag of dicks. That sound effect didn't come through, so that was Matt rustling through some papers. Indeed. Uh, Dan Griffin, best cop moment. Both Elimination Chamber and Battle in the Valley were excellent shows in their own way. Uh, great to have the variety as wrestling fans. And worst cop moment, WWE seemingly being willing to sacrifice Sami Zayn's natural momentum to give Cody the spotlight. Yeah, we don't want that, preferably. Um, off to chat, grapple and cheap pops. Best cop, your boys got tickets to Money in the Bank. Well done, boys, because I saw a few people uh, on our Twitter feed who didn't, and they were mm. in the pre-sale queue. Oh. Uh, worst cop moment, you observe the Wrestling Observer Awards and the inevitable chaos they cause on this app. Mm-hmm. Um, the amount of people, I actually, I dived into it a bit today, actually, I was a bit naughty, uh, and someone was saying, well, bitching about the, the, the network just being you know, clearly it's all for clicks and all that sort of stuff. And re- literally, the Dave Meltzer and all these cronies have got their, their nose so far up Tony Khan's ass. Their words, not mine. But I had... it did seem it was kind of surprising. Some of the I didn't look at the whole thing, but I looked at some of the awards and I was like, this seems a little light on WWE. The only thing that was good for WWE was Sami Zayn. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. the only thing I'd like to point out that they created several new awards just to bash Vince. Um, ah. Which I'm like, like, <laughs> yeah, what is? But I like twisting around, and I was like, um, people subscribe to the Wrestling Observer because they believe that opinion. They want to read that opinion. Uh, people subscribe to the network because they want to watch the, the actual event they're talking about, and they can make their own opinion. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, two different things entirely. All right, Mid Midwest Wrestling Roundup Podcast. Oh my gosh, that's a long name. Uh, and there's no spaces in between as well. You can bring us to really work at that. Uh, good cop moment. My boy, marvelous Ethan Matthews, winning the ICW Insane Rumble, and another one of my boys at Eric Dillinger Five retaining the ICW title in a light tube burner of a match against the Deathmatch Legend Dysfunction, and uh, no bad cop moments. Not surprisingly. You almost had the pirate, Graham. Um, off to the returning Derek, of course, over at your boy D Harm. Best cop moment. The men's elimination chamber was really solid and elevated everyone involved. Uh, worst cop moment. AEW announcing more programming that they expect you to watch, knowing what's going on each Wednesday. Yeah, I was kind of surprised by that. Obviously, I'm glad to see Adam Cole being mentioned, but yeah, do they really need any more? Uh, it did seem shocking to me as well. I got to say. Um, Morty, Bloodline is always a good cop AEW continues to feel like it's in a downward trend to me And I really miss having the likes of Eddie and Miro on screen But the MJF promo was always just a highlight 
Yeah. Um... Oh, was it Myra? Mira? I don't know. Uh, that, that, he's been off screen so long, I don't even remember. This is the, this is the thing, you see. I mean, he's, <laughs> he's, 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 he's jerking the curtain, for lack of a better term, ground, because he's not getting he's not getting action. Mm-hmm. He went to AEW he for the action, and he's just sitting in game for three months, doing nothing. Um, Scottish Juggalo, Mr. Danny. Uh, if you want, if you want um, to hear Danny, obviously, go check out Nitro Nights, of course. And he also he also does he also was a recent guest of Graham's on Good Card Bad Card. Um, good comment from him though. Really liked how the importance of Canadian wrestling was showcased this week. We've come a long way from the days of VKM thinking only heels could be from Canada. This is true. This is very true. Uh, bad cop moment. Brock and Bobby finish and frightening rumors. We're getting Brock versus Omos at WrestleMania. Okay. Yeah. Um. We don't want Omos and Brock WrestleMania. It just doesn't make sense. Um, yeah, no, just no. Um, high five, Tom. Good cop moment at AAW Pro coming back strong with their show on uh, February seventh. No bad cop moment, obviously. Of course, Justin. Time two one one. Uh, best cop elimination chamber and battle in the valley. He loves them, of course. Bonus best cop NXT seemingly building towards Grayson Waller versus Shawn Michaels. Uh, rumor has it he's gonna he's gonna be it's gonna be it's gonna happen that sound and deliver. Um, worst cop the rumors of Vince McMahon being back in charge of creative. Yeah, I was kind of surprised. person had claimed that, but it's not been verified by anybody. So I'm calling bullshit. Yeah. I saw it, but it didn't seem like it was anything definite. So, yeah, I kind of laid off that one as well. Um, JCB, uh, at BFR JCB, good cop moment. Mercedes Monet having matches announced with AZM. Uh, Mayu Itani in April. So far, her rolling the dice has worked, in my opinion. And bad cop moment. Yeah, Moxley bleeds way too much. No reason for him to blade weekly. Takes away from the moment has become a joke. Um, I think it was uh, Bully Ray who mentioned that on his podcast this week. Um, like, if you do it every week, it kind of loses its effect. And I would have to agree. It, it's it's far more uh, shocking when it's used sparingly. But it does seem to be far too frequently. AEW in general seems to... I, I said this at the time, and I'm, I'm standing by it. Um, yes, they've got a lot of lovely things that they can throw at you, like, like when they had like Adam Cole, Daniel Bryan. I'm, I get, hey, I'm, I'm, yeah, I missed it earlier. But when they ha- when they have the chance to use them together like that, it's been great sort of thing. But when they had all these amazing matches they could throw together sort of thing, they just wanted to give everything at once sort of thing. And I just feel that they could have built up better over time, and. I say I'm not a fan of blading personally. I've seen firsthand with Eddie Guerrero when he went too deep and that was a yeah. bloodbath. Mm-hmm. Blading is not allowed in WWE for good reason. Um, AEW, I, it, yes, it's the alternative, but is blood really that big of a deal? Yeah. Yeah, like it's it's too much right now. So yeah, I mean, I mean, it can be effective if used right, but yeah, especially when and and if you're gonna do it, for fuck's sake, can the cameraman not watch the referee hand and the blade? Yeah, that that was 
Yeah. You may as well have a sign saying, Blading now! <laughs> oh. That sounds yeah. like a good devil advocate right now. It does a little bit on the ground. But yeah, yep. take care, guys. We're out of here. Music was Happy Happy Game Show by Kevin McLeod at Incompetech.com. Licensed under Creative Commons by Attribution 3.0. HTTP colon slash slash creativecommons.org slash licenses slash by slash 3.0 slash.